the Adventures with Tate Smith podcast. It's been a while. It has been. It feels like it. Probably hasn't been that long. It feels like it's like we went through puberty, like our balls have dropped. It's been that long. Mm, mine still haven't done that, but... One has. Um, Y'all know why today's special, don't you? Uh, um, honestly, yeah. Uh, it's... Isn't it Bugga Wing Night? At Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes, yeah. it is. I appreciate you... Um, understanding how much of an enthusiast i am for that place it is mm-hmm. but that's not the answer i was looking for oh um, i think i know meredith let him use the computer big night big night yes sir thank you tate i'm glad you recognized she definitely let me use the computer tonight so still not the answer i'm looking for um i'll give you a hint it's about like a really like just really cool guy that's like really cool. Taylor got, got his it. first I prostate got exam. Got yeah. What is it? Ooh. Taylor's first prostate exam? Yeah. No, I wish. They don't let you legally get those until you're like 40. Uh, Trey Young hit a game winner over the New York Knicks? No, it's it's about me. You lost your virginity. I wish, but not that. Some guy lost his virginity to you. No. <clears throat> I'm lost. Wow, guys. Um, remember, I'm a Gemini, so. <sighs> He's a piece of shit. Kind of, but that's not. Yeah, Meredith would know what that means. Uh, I actually have something dangling between my legs, so I'm not quite sure what you being a Gemini means. Is that a Gatorade flavor? Yeah. Um, guys, it's my birthday. Oh. That's why it was a bad day. Fuck. Yeah, okay. I did have a shitty Tuesday at work. Yeah, it was a bad golf day. Now I know why. God damn. Mm. <laughs> cool. I mean, um, congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Actually, happy fucking birthday, my guy. Happy 35th. Is this is once for you, baby? Thirty fifth, getting up there. Full sense for you. You fucking turned thirty six today. I'm so happy for you. I've known you for at least five years now, and I love you, brother. Mm-hmm. But I'm not thirty five. Mm. Not thirty five with a mortgage. No. Thirty four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. Why did Why did I agree to do this? Thirty. I, I turned twenty five. Oh. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Quarter life crisis. Wow, you did it, man. <laughs> man, that sun's been brutal to you, hasn't it? Oh. I'm just, just kidding. I'm just you look so, great. I'm just so happy I could spend it with. Uh, my my friends and people that care about me. I'm very happy you turned 25. You made it another year. What comes oh, with 25? Well, I what I was glad I made it another year before I started this podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm glad you made it another year, but hey, good to see you here, bud. How does it feel right. in your head that like you're halfway to 20 and you're also halfway to 30? 
I didn't think about it before we started recording. I'm gonna make him cry now. Um, <laughs> the TWW depressing podcast. <laughs> okay, Taylor, you had a segment you wanted to talk about, and I'll let you take the spotlight. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna. I'm glad that you guys think I'm like a cool guy, and you're glad I'm in your life that's usually what people say when it's their friends birthdays to them well i'm happy for the other people that feel that way <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> all i know is it's my buddy kellen's birthday so i want to say kellen happy 22nd birthday i hope you're having an amazing day right now and you know Nobody else's day matters as much as yours does. So I really hope you're just doing great. The sun shines around Kellen. Great guy. N haven't heard a bad thing about him. You haven't even met him. Shut the fuck up. All I know <laughs> is it's his birthday, man. This is his day. We don't talk about him like that. You're so disrespectful. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, so, so what'd you get for your birthday? Um, just a lot of uh, encouraging text messages from the people around me that mean the most. Kinda. Oh. And I did a really fun podcast with these guys I hang out with sometimes. But all seriousness, what'd you get for your birthday? What was the big present? Um, I did. I didn't get anything because, again, I am 25, so it didn't, you know I'm kind of to the age, and you know I live away from all my family and stuff, so they just kind of sent me money, and they were like, "Oh, just buy whatever you want to get for yourself," and I was like, "Oh, cool. Um, that's uh, my electricity bill. Fuck yeah." Your girlfriend didn't get you anything? No, because I told her not to. Okay, well, that's something you. Okay, she did it. What if you didn't get her anything when she said? Don't get her anything. You're sleeping outside. She's no, not talking to you for four days. I didn't. Her birthday was like a little over a month ago. I didn't get her shit. And you slept outside? No. On the couch? Well, no. I got to say, uh, from someone who knows Taylor personally and stuff, like, I don't, I like, I'm one of those people, I don't like selling, uh, celebrating my birthday, like, way heavy, like, I like having people around me like I can hang out with and stuff, but I'm not going right. to like crazy on my birthday. So well, I, mean, I don't know if Taylor feels the same way, but. I'll, I'll say this, like once you like not, not to be depressing to anybody that hasn't reached this age yet, but like birthdays genuinely do like not saying they're not like, you know, cool to have or to celebrate that you made it through another year, but they really, there's really not one to celebrate after you reach 21. After that, they really don't fucking matter. Like I was talking about in my solo one that I did before this, just in case this one went to shit. Um, I, I said, you know what? For like two or three weeks before my birthday approached to being really soon, there was genuinely three or four times where I forgot if I was turning 24 or 25. It doesn't fucking matter to me. You know, it's just yeah, like another year. I think after you turn 21, I think the big one's probably 50. I mean, in my opinion. But why? Because that's the first year you get a finger in your butt. 
That's oh, I thought you. I thought you were gonna say fifty because that's about the age that you could start um, just spewing racist, sexist bullshit, and you can use the excuse that you're semi senile. I mean, start, and you could start giving four year olds the middle finger and just being like, oh, "Sorry, I don't know where I am." That's definitely close to that age, but I think it's 60 when you can start doing that, not 50. 50, you're still kind of cognizant of what's going on. You can do not it when you're you, 50, but you have to be retired. If you still work like a full-time job and you can keep a job, then they know damn well that you can think with like 40% of your brain. So you shouldn't be able to just flip off a four-year-old for licking her lollipop the wrong way. Either hey. that, either that, or you had to have been in like NOM. You know, because anytime you see a nom vet and you just see him just like, you're just like, as you would expect, you know, Mm -hmm. does the coronavirus count for that? Like, well, I'll I'll start shaking. It might, might, because I think, all right, what's the compare and contrast from Vietnam to the coronavirus? I'll field this one. I'll field this one. That's why I disagree with that comparison. Uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, you get it. And uh, yeah, you feel like, you know, you're already getting to that age where like, you know, you you bump into your antique dresser and the bruise might spread far enough that it'll clot your arteries and you're, uh, you know, you're already at that age. So if you get coronavirus, yeah, it's probably pretty scary. But I think NOM's a little more scary because if you get coronavirus, you don't have to watch like your friend that you went through grueling boot camp with fall through a false floor in the rainforest into spiked bamboos and a bunch of people that speaking a language you don't know coming out and like just like freaking out. And they're like, we got one. We got, I think I think Vietnam's a little worse, man. I'm just going to say that. Did you watch Tiger King? Because that. Ooh. All that does sound pretty bad when you're like 18 years old, you know, six months ago, you were making dinner with your mom. She told you to go do those dishes. Now you're in some random forest where some dude is like throwing a bamboo stick at you. A tiger just crawled by. Okay. Sorry. Pause. Not to cut you off, Tate. Kane, I did see that. Put those back on. (laughs) Put those back on because we are official timekeeper. How long have we been recording, man? No fucking clue. No. It's currently 9.50. Looks like we have 40 minutes on the podcast. Um, no, yeah, no clue. Um, this one's up for okay. Well, I hate to be uh bring it down and in the fun children, but um, you know, I got an agenda today. Um before we started, Hitler. Uh it is my birthday, so I thought it would be a good idea for all three of us to exchange our personal stories about the best and worst birthday presents that we've received throughout our whole life. Tate, what the fuck is the problem? Are you deaf? Here, I'll do it for you, too. It's his birthday? He should have said something, man. That's a big day. I did tell you it was my birthday. Y'all just roasted and said that it wasn't important, (laughs) fuck faces. Oh. Okay, you have an agenda. Okay, Hitler, get back to it. Yeah, I do have an agenda. Can I leave a preface for, like, the best and worst best or worst birthday gift uh like it can't be like socks or underwear or like 
you know, something like baseline. Like, I don't care how shitty your birthday is. If you get socks and underwear on your birthday, like, you're kind of up. That just means that that just means you had an aunt and uncle that you don't talk to that much. That's not a shitty present. Yeah, exactly. So socks and underwear aside, what is the shittiest gift? Well, since it is my birthday, may I remind you, you ungrateful sons of bitches for me letting you have y'all on my podcast. Um, I will be going first. So actually, the worst gift I've ever received. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm actually interested now, Kane. You can go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go first, because I got I got a different thing you're gonna receive since you <laughs> since you want to next time I visit Texas. I got I got something you could receive. Uh, I think he's talking about his penis. Yeah, I am. Uh, I was also thinking that, but uh, 18th birthday, the worst gift I've ever received was a. He got kicked uh, out. No, I got oh. a a ticket for being drunk in public. So I got a public intoxication ticket for my birthday. Okay. Well, I think that's your best mine. What's your best? Or y'all want to do worst first? We'll do worst first. Okay. I like how that rhymed. We sound like Eminem out here. Mm-hmm. Worst first, best first. Drove up in a black hearse. Yeah. How do you try to make fun of how bad Eminem is and it was still worse than Eminem? Damn, bro, you just ruined that moment. I really did. I'm sorry. I'll just leave the podcast now, actually. (laughs) No, you won't. Um, All right. Worst one I've ever gotten. Um, And this isn't to be ungrateful or anything like that. But... uh, I remember, I don't I don't remember how old I was, but I remember specifically asking for this pair of shoes. I was real big into skating and I wanted this pair of shoes that was, if, if you skate, you know what I'm talking about. When Chris Cole went to the DC shoe company, he had his first signature shoe and it was a wolf on it. And it had, it was all gray with gum soles, super clean looking. Like even if you didn't skate in them, they just looked like clean ass shoes. I told my grandma, for months because grandma was like she always knew all i had to do was send her the link and there it is under the tree and um yeah my yeah my grandma goes all out man i think my grandma still believes i i believe in santa but um so i told her for months gave her my shoe size everything bro and so i'm looking forward to this for months before christmas i go to her house i open up the box of shoes the shoes i've been drooling over I open it and she got me half a size too small. I couldn't wear them and she couldn't return them because the website she got it from was uh, kind of shady, but she found them cheap and there were no returns and she didn't read the fine print. So it was kind of like the best and the worst because I was really looking forward to it, but then I couldn't even wear them. So rightfully what my dumbass did, I tried to wear them anyways and they started to shape weird and you could see the suede was poking out where my big toe was over the gum. So that was chill. In retrospect, you should have definitely just sold them on eBay, taken the money, bought a size up. But they weren't like a hot item. They were hot to me because Chris Cole was one of my favorite skaters, and that was his first signature shoe from D.C., and I was like, oh, I want that. Nobody nobody so, gave a f- the fuck. Honestly, you fucked yourself by trying to buy Chris Cole D.C.'s and not Fallen shoes. Fuck Fallen, man. Yeah, I... 
that was when that was when DC started making actual good quality shoes, not like the big fucking astronaut looking things like Osiris's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, my worst birthday gift. This is kind of a story timeline, but the first part of it happened on my birthday, so I'm gonna count it as a birthday gift. So for a long time, I had a thing for a female. We talked now and then. Uh it was my sixth. Yeah, birthday. That, that's yeah, that's an, that's called yeah, going through puberty. I was 16, already done through puberty, had that at eight years old. Okay. Mom, mom, I figured out how to pee milk. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, funny. Let's do a funny scale. How funny is that, Kane? Out of 10. What, puberty? Like two? Yeah. Not yeah puberty is not funny. <laughs> okay. So it was my 16th birthday part, my 16th birthday. I got my license and all that. I decided to go to a volleyball game to ask her to homecoming. I spent my own money getting the volleyball. I wrote on it all this cool shit. I watched, I went through a women's volleyball game. I don't know if you've ever watched women's volleyball. Fucking boring. Not it's nothing against women. It's the fact that it's volleyball. <laughs> Fucking boring. They went to three sets. Is that what you call them? The fuck did Taylor go? I went through three sets of volleyball. That's probably what you call them. I went through a JV and varsity game just to ask her to homecoming. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Dude's having an like an anxiety attack over there. I don't want to interrupt you again, man. But okay, well, what's your what's your take? Dude, you're like I was 16, went to a volleyball game. I went all out. I tried. I just immediately put you in the position in Napoleon Dynamite when he wanted to take that girl out and he drew a portrait of her. He goes, took me three hours to do the shading on your upper lip. <laughs> Dude. But anyways, I was scared shitless, right? I'm 16 years old. There's 18-year-olds on the court and all this. You're on the like, golf team at this point, right? No. They don't, don't have golf there, man. What the He's fuck? a corn husker. He's a yeah. corn husker, man. We... <laughs> he made his own golf team. He's in FFA. No, sorry. Jesus Christ. He Fucking Kane looks like he's in FFA. He looks like he's going to go, you know, cast hell at a Texas roadhouse. But anyways. <laughs> So Sorry. I'm scared Sorry. shitless. I'm waiting outside the locker room for her. Every female that comes out, it's like, ooh, you know, makes that one weird sound. Finally, she comes out, says, yes, I'm shitting myself. Three days later, she gets a boyfriend. Hmm. Worst birthday Well, present. you didn't do the right thing. You should have just raped her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, man, you should have just had like a dick measuring contest with that guy and Whoever was longer had her for fucking homecoming. Dude was built like a brick shed. There was nothing I was going to do. Oh, yeah. You guys are tossing hay bills and stuff. So go. (laughs) All right. What I'm going to say, you know why you didn't win her over? Why? Because you had a small wiener. Nah. You only spent two and a half hours on the shading on her upper lip. (sighs) For more. What are the odds we can get? I can call her on the podcast. We can ask if I can get that volleyball back. Would okay, you put it so, in there? Would you put it in her butt? <laughs> no, I gave it to her. She got a boyfriend. I, you know, immediately stopped talking to her. Spike this, baby. <laughs> okay, so like, what kind of stuff did you write on the volleyball? I need to. I need to know, need to know the in depth shit. Like, what kind of stuff were you writing on this I, volleyball? Like, I was sixteen. You're my forever. 
No, it wasn't like that. It was some volleyball corny ass pun, you know, just to get it over with, just to secure a date. Yeah. But like, know, what was it like? You, I'd spike you to prom, like shit like that. Or it's like, know. if you ever get tired of uh, slapping one of these around, I have two more that you can uh, j- uh, just slap around. Embarrass me. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I doubt I can find it, but I get, it was probably some stupid ass pun I found on Pinterest just to, you know, get it going. Well, dude, because honestly, I, I would be interested. You say that, but I would be interested if you could actually like get her to call in to the podcast. I, I the chances of that are very minuscule because me and her, we kind of hate each other. To a very because of that way. incident? I hate her because of that incident. I don't know why she hates me, I guess. It's, I think it's, I think it's, it's a mutual, common theme. Man. It's a common theme within women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to our best ones now that we've all hit our all-time lows. Bring yeah, it back that, up. Dude, Kane, your your koozie is yellow. And I keep forgetting that it's yellow. And I keep thinking that you're drinking a, like a Smirnoff screwdriver. I'm just like... It's actually a, a terrible towel koozie. Nice. Steelers, baby. Dude, my stepdad Dave would eat that shit. Out. Well, you know that. Yeah, I actually have a spare one, and I was gonna give it to Caitlin, but I know damn well she won't give it to Dave. So she's like, "I don't want you. To, I don't want him to like you more than me." It's like it's a koozie. I think he Dave would just look at it and be like, "Hey, nice. get something to put on my beers." He doesn't even drink. That's the thing. He's like, "What am I supposed to do? Put my diet cokes in this?" You dumb fuck. Look at, look at your mustache. You're a security guard. And then it, you tried to, you go in trying to make friends with them and you just walk out like reconsidering every life choice you've ever made. And that's how it is when I hang out with them and I'm technically a son. So it's just got a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. We're talking about birthdays. Now we're, uh, well, not, not, not always. I do love Dave. I do love Dave. We've built a relationship now. I love Dave and Buster's. Uh, okay, this has been a great episode, guys. Uh, you can catch nah. uh, so <laughs> okay, we did, so, it. We did yeah. have to cut off the first part because stupid Zoom is doing a time limit on us now because they evidently don't like us. So we had to do the first part in one part, and now we're doing the the best birthday presents in a second part, and we're just gonna kind of uh, them together for you guys and uh. So, yeah, now, um, them together, yeah, brother and sister. So, now we're doing a uh, best birthday presents. Anybody, uh, want to go first, class? Uh, I went first last time, so I think maybe Tate should go first since he went last. Yeah, because it's both of you guys' birthdays, not mine. That makes sense. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, we can go me, Kane, then Taylor. You go first since it's your birthday, bud. I'll give you, this is the one time I'll treat you any type of special. And you wonder why I stitched your video on TikTok and laughed at your face as soon as you said, if I ever get a girlfriend. Um, Okay, so my birth, my favorite birthday gift, probably, (laughs) go for it, go for it. What would your favorite birthday gift? Get a nice gold, then I'll let you go. What would your favorite birthday gift be, a girlfriend? No. 
I'm just kidding. I love that both of my boyfriends. That's just stressful. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to live past 60, man. Nah. They, 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 just for a second. Just for a second. Real shit. Bros to bros. bros we to fuck bro. with each other a lot. We fuck I'm going to say it right here. Even if they don't reciprocate it, I love both of these. I, oh, no. My screen's mirrored. But, d- oh, my God. Dude. Bro, wait, this, this way. Dude, this dude that I'm pointing at my fern. This dude and this dude right here. These are my boys right here. We fuck around a lot, but these are my boys. So you love I us just, more than your girl. Well, you know, for different reasons. No. <laughs> uh no, no, don't don't try to do that. But no, seriously, I know we fuck with each other a lot. Maybe I'm sentimental because it's my birthday. But I do, I do love both of you guys. I'm genuinely. I'm, I'm throwing you an oop. Who who do you love more? You can slam it or fucking throw it in the crowd. You can take the compliment, or I could just be like, psych. And the dunk is absolutely whiffed. I just, just threw saying. a meatball and you struck out. Well, all right then. I'm just, I just wanted to take the time to say, I shouldn't have even had to do that. It's my birthday. And I took the time to say, Oh my fucking. You're like the bitch da, 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 in high da, da, school da, da, that got her locker decorated and want everyone to fucking look at it now. It's my birthday, guys. Everyone. She like rattles her Jeep keys, her Wrangler keys. She she brings the Starbucks right. in and rattles that bitch. You know that? The one that writes her notes in different colors but still fails the test. Damn, stop it. Damn, stop. I'm wheezing right now. Anyways, uh, I think I'm going to start doing a lot more solo podcasts. Fuck you guys. Uh, my favorite birthday gift ever. Ever. Um, when I was uh, younger, I don't remember my exact age, but I was real big into wrestling. Who wasn't? And my favorite wrestler was Jeff Hardy. And uh, you can never find his action figures in the store, ever. He just, it, it was just, you know, I don't know what it was. You could just never find his figurines there. And um, there was one birthday, even though it was a, a, a mildly used uh, figurine, a buddy of mine that lived in the neighborhood that I did at the time, we would always compare wrestling toys and stuff. And he always got the super detailed ones. Like, you know how you could buy the shitty 999 WWE rings and they were too small. Like you put two figurines in there and it's already taken up. He had the regulation size, bitch. Um, he had a couple of Jeff Hardy figurines. And uh, one day I went to his house and he gave me a Jeff Hardy figurine. And it wasn't one of those stiff bodied ones. It was the ones that had all the flexible apparatuses on it. And super detailed, I was like, fuck. Probably my favorite birthday present ever, looking back. Wow. Just because I had wanted one for so fucking long. That was a lot of sentiment behind it. Wow. I'm just saying. I I wasn't ready for it to get that deep. Damn. Wow. I'm going to start crying. Favorite gift. Wow. Again, like I said, I'm... Again, like I said, I'm gonna start doing a lot more solo podcasts. Um, Taylor's over here giving us a life story how he this huge tearjerker. Kane's like, I got my first blowjob. 
I, I was actually uh, 12, and my dad took me to downtown Dallas, and he got me a blowjob. So that was pretty cool. Uh, no, nah, he took you to church. And the take priest. me to church. Oh. <laughs> he took you to youth group. Dude, what the fuck even is that? He took you to youth group for a Baptist church. Dude, honestly, I don't even know what church is really, so... The pastor said, come here, my sons. Let me let me release you of your sins. Hey, what about you? What's your uh what's your best gift? I don't remember what age it was. I was a young fucker, right? If this is like one of those memories, you know, you have them stained in your memory. You don't know where, when, but you have like those distinct memories. One of my birthdays, I think it was like six to ten, maybe. My parents took me to the zoo. I had a birthday party at the zoo. That's where I fell in love with gorillas. I fucking love gorillas and it started at that. Cause I got Is that to a like, racial slur. <laughs> Not cool, Tate. Not cool. Wow. They're no, called BBWs. No, I'm god damn. I met like they gave me like one of those like little baby girls. They had a choice or like you can either meet a fucking snake, you can either meet like an anaconda, not an anaconda, obviously. Didn't want to meet Nicki Minaj. Oh. I could I could show you an anaconda, bro. Look. Not a, not a garden Honda. snake. I'm in an anaconda. You know the no, one right that... here, right here on my arm. Ha- Sheesh. But yeah, they let me like they gave me like a baby gorilla to like play with. Gave him me, give me, let me give him like an apple or some shit. Fucking awesome. I love gorillas ever since. Like silverbacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are some bad motherfuckers. So you uh, got to meet one. That was your favorite gift. Yeah, I got to like meet it. I got to like give it a fist bump. You see what I mean? Y'all kind of clown me. You're like, that was sentimental. It's just a Jeff Hardy well, fuck, figuring. We're going, we're going on that, this that, I, I found no bullshit. There's, this is not the setup to a joke. That's like beautiful. Tate is probably, I would assume still to this day, that's probably still your favorite animal, right? Yeah, I fucking love gorillas. They're amazing. So it's probably still cool as fuck to you to this day that yeah. you did. You got to like it and meet one, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guarantee that gorilla nowadays, if I went back to him, he would kick my royal ass, make me eat my shit. But, you know. Dude, gorillas are cool, though, man. Like, I've seen videos of some of them on YouTube and some of them have, you know, like, taken very well to captivity. And some of them know, like, sign language and shit. And it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Gorillas are cool, man. Have Have you seen the gorilla fight where some, you know, white bitch goes... Where's the zookeeper? Break that up. Like, what the fuck is the zookeeper going to do? You know that? Right. Video? Right. Yeah, I know the exact one. Like, get a fucking <laughs> spray bottle. Just. What do I look like Iron Man to you? Like, he's not going to wipe the water from the spray bottle off his eyes and just fucking cunt punch me into the d- next fucking county. Yeah. Like, you're going to spray him. You're just going to piss him off. And the fight's going to get more violent, which might get more views. Or they'll just both turn on her. Yeah. Break the glass. They'll start sign languaging to each other. Mm-hmm. White woman. Yeah. Do some offensive coordinator shit. Yeah. They'll do an audible and just start <laughs> fucking her. Yeah. Okay, Ken, yeah, what's they, your... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, Looking honestly... Like coordinator. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, the offensive coordinator got me. Uh, I'm going to go super corny, too. So, like, uh, mine was probably around my sixth or seventh birthday uh like i was super into Yu-Gi-Oh at that time 
And if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, like the shit to have was the five pieces of Exodia. So my dad was like super elaborate with it. He bought me a bunch of like packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and sealed him, like bought all five pieces of Exodia, sealed them himself. And like, I opened these packs throughout my like sixth or seventh birthday. And I ended up getting all five pieces and then we framed it and he ended up like getting it signed by like the guy who did the illustration for like Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. And that like, honestly, that one sticks with me like a bit because like I was super into Yu-Gi-Oh and like still am to this day. Like, honestly, if you go back and watch like the fucking anime and shit like that, it's so like pretty funny to watch and stuff. And I still have like, all five of those cards framed like somewhere in my house. Not nah, real shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you seen the titles on my on my podcast early on, one is titled "Yu Gi Oh is My Drug." I recently, in the past three months, I rewatched the whole uh, series yes. of Yu Gi Oh, and I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna honestly tell you straight up. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. You're a little bitch. Oh, look. Oh, look at your little sob story. What a little fucking bitch. I didn't know we were going to cry about our favorite birthday presents, you pussy. Oh, my God. I just... Uh, we've all had it, very it feels great... Good. We've it feels had, good, doesn't it? We've had great yeah, sixth dude. birthdays. We've had yeah, great... No, we all just were, like, very privileged. <laughs> our sixth birthday, man, that was a privileged year for all of us. That one day. Yeah. That was a day for all of us. You know what I, I mean, think it is? Great parents. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit that, but I think what it is, it sounds like we are all around uh, sort of the same age. And I think uh, six or seven is universally right around the time that your parents are, uh, they kind of get over the fact that they're blooming this young mind and they're just starting to be like, condoms aren't that overrated. I don't yeah. think it's best the time. Like, you know what? If you want to go play in the street, you can. Right. If you are number dude. one, if the football goes over the neighbor's yard and it he's on that, it. he's on that map of uh, people that have a little red dot, just go get it. I mean, you know, if you, no, if you kick Honestly, the ball out in the street and you see a car coming, they'll stop. Don't worry about them. Yeah. You have the right away. They'll stop for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, I got to say, honestly, like, I appreciate uh, my dad for, like, even going through, like, the tedious shit of, like, buying every single piece of Exodia and then, like, sealing it into a pack just so I could, like, open it pack by pack. And I'm like, oh, I got the left arm. Oh, I got the fucking right leg. Oh, I got the head, like. Dude, honestly, shout out to my dad for just like being a trooper and like making the experience amazing. Did you ever catch on? Like, wait, this is kind of set up. There's no way I just pulled five in a fucking row, right? Right. No, I didn't catch on until honestly, I was like 10. I was like, Dad, like, how did I even get this? He was like, Man, I set you up. And I was like, What the fuck, really? Yeah, Kane's 10 years old. He's like, I had a good luck. He's like, On my birthday. He's like, You fucking bitch. Yeah, pretty much. He was I like, didn't dude, pull that shit. He, he was like, 
no, my dad was like, dude, you're kind of a jackass. Like I set you up. And I was like, no, you didn't. He was like, really? You just think you got that lucky on your fucking seventh birthday. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, dude, you're fucking stupid. Like what? <laughs> dude, I just imagine young Kane laying in like his little race car bed about 10 years old. He's just laying in bed and he's just thinking about what he's going to finger paint the next day or what game he's going to play at recess. He's laying like this out of nowhere. He has an epiphany. He goes, <gasps> it was bullshit. <laughs> he's just eating his PB and J at lunch. He's just sitting there. He's like, that fucker. Dude, also, can I have a, can I have a second for my like best gift that I ever received? It's your best gift, not best two. I just want to say a second gift. Also, I really appreciate my uh, parents giving me a car when I turned 16. Why does this lighting make you look bald on the left side of your head? Oh, well, it's also just like. Oh, never mind. What kind of car did you get? uh, I got a 2000. Chevy Silverado. Yes, sir. Like what year? My mom just slid a cookie under my door. What did she say? Can we get a mom reveal for the chat? My mom just slid this cookie under my door. I like the Ziploc bag on it because of COVID. Or it could be a weed cookie. We don't know. I don't think that's it. By the size of those chips, there's no way it's a weed cookie. Right. What kind? Right, of, what could, year was the car? Uh, two thousand two. Okay. Cookie review, real quick. How do you feel about sixteen-year-olds getting like BMWs and Jeep Wranglers and all that? What's your guys' take on that? Terrible. Um, I feel like y'all are gonna cook me for this one. I was always the kid that got like uh, jealous about it. I was like, oh, that sucks. And for a while, I hated it. Once I grew up, I realized I'm like, who am I to waste my time and energy being mad that somebody's parents are better off than mine? And why would I think of them as less as a person? Because it's not like they don't have any idea how the world works. It's their parents that are numbing them of exposing them to how shit really is. Why would I be mad at them about that? You know what I mean? For a long time, like, when I was actually in high school and I saw that, I was like, these fucking spoiled ass bitches, they're probably assholes, but that's not their fault. Then like it, it, why would I be mad because their parents want them to drive around in a car that isn't going to break down every 500 miles? Why is that well, something to be was, mad about? I don't know. Like my dad instilled it very like early. I don't know if maybe it's cause I was learning to drive or something, but like he always said to me, like, everybody wrecks their first car. So why give some kid like a brand new BMW that he's just going to end up fucking up and wrecking? You know what I mean? That's where I was going to go. I'm like, I don't care how good off I am. My kid's not getting a nice car when they start off. They're getting a 2004 Honda Civic, you know, black with a fucking rear view mirror out, right? They're not getting some nice car because little destiny is going to fuck that up. Dude, yeah. I like how I like how his idea of a shitbox beater first car is still newer and nicer than my first car, like in real life. 
okay, well, in 2000, when I have a kid in like 2030, a 2004 Honda Civic's going to be a fucking dinosaur. No. Probably like, still runs amazing, though. Honda Civics do not run out. You can put that bitch onto like 2.9 million miles, and she's going to run like the day she fucking came to life. But do you think there's a correlation between like guy, you know, kids getting Jeep Wranglers and them actually being spoiled like little brats? Well, Any- I'd like to I'd like to see like the correlation between like the kids that got Jeep Wranglers as their first car and then like what their real life job ended up being. Like did they end up being like a fucking dish boy at fucking i don't know on the border or something or did they end up being like a fucking accountant at fucking some firm dish boy on the border the fuck kind of jobs that the border wall I'm, crisis as a dish boy now i'll, no, I'll tell you i'm borders of mexican <clears throat> restaurant in texas i'll i'll tell you if i had to guess it was a multiple choice or no, a, a fill in your a fill in the blank. What do girls that get gifted a Jeep Wrangler for their sweet sixteen? What? Who are they going to end up marrying? Um. Well, they definitely have OnlyFans. Mm, they definitely sometimes. go to Ole Miss and get absolutely railed by a lineman. Sometimes. Ooh, yeah. No, Tate's got a very good. I got a better one. They're going to marry the guy that they dated all through high school because she thought she saw something in him because he was uh, the second string quarterback on varsity and he goes out to the military. And then they get pregnant and then she doesn't understand why uh, he comes back and he uh, likes to punch her in the the cheek. That's kind of what happens, I think. Professor, no, I found a flaw sorry. in that. Um, you said punch her in the cheek. You mean punch her in the drywall. Yeah. Well, I, if he's a good it, enough guy, he won't actually hit her. I, professor, I found a flaw in your uh, theory right there. Um, you didn't calculate that uh, every hot girl summer she was going to break up with him and that eventually he would not get back with her. So then she's going to settle for some fucking, you know, dumbass name like Taylor or Jared, who's into forex and i'm all sorry that what was shit. it what was the first one uh jared he's some forex dude that's gonna try to get you into affiliate marketing and she thinks he's gonna be the next jordan belford so she risks all her money into some fucking stupid ass cryptocurrency thinking that you know stupid ass taylor is gonna make her rich or anything like that uh-huh. they both go broke and she has to sell the jeep wrangler she invents a new std and it never works out mm-hmm. and what would you what was that individual's name I don't, I'm not ringing a bell. Are you, Kane? Uh, Jared? Jared, yeah. Stupid-ass Jared from fucking Subway is going to ruin her life. All because okay. she wanted a hot girl summer. But I am okay. all for hot girl summer. I'm going to ask you this. Now follow me. Follow you on a journey. I understand the joke you were making, but I want you to ask. I want you to ask yourself this. How many men, and this is a roast on my name, how many men have you ever met by the name of Taylor? Be honest. There's a ginger that went to my school named Taylor. So you met one. Kane? Dude, I have actually a couple friends named Taylor. Yeah. 
that are de- that are boys. Yeah. Okay. And that are girls too. I have like four that are girls. Well, that I don't even know why I asked you. You didn't even say it. But Tate, you specifically know one man by the name of Taylor, and I don't think you were referring to the redhead when you said that story. You think I'm a forex trader on my birthday? How dare you? Are you First not a forex all, trader? Taylor, if you came to me next week and were like, hey, actually, and tried to sell me some like bullshit Forex trade, like I did not, I'd believe it. You only believe that because I sent you the invite code to mine the Pie coin. Yeah, I didn't even click that, honestly. Taylor, you're the type of dude you watch Wolf of Wall Street like one time, you're like, sell me this pen, sell me this sprite. No, there's no to do, and I'm not. I'm not even salty. I just knew you were trying to fuck with me on my birthday, Tate. But dude, the ironic truth of it, the reason I wanted you to come out and blatantly say, "Yeah, I'm trying to fuck with you," is because I do unironically trade crypto. You do. I'm not even. I'm not even fucking around. So, if we're going into crypto here, do you guys have money in Doge? No. No, I have a ball sack. I did it. You know, the only time that I invest in Doge is when at the beginning of the week, I'm like, okay, I got to spike my profits about 30, 40 bucks, put about a hundred bucks in it, wait till the end of the week, sell it when it hits about five, six, sell it. And then I'll put in it into a long-term thing. That's the only time I buy Doge because it's so volatile, but you know, I don't know. I've been holding on to this doge that i invested in probably four months ago and what'd you buy in at 0.31 no i bought in at 0.23 you just pulled that out of your ass no you didn't you just pulled that straight out of your ass i know you didn't no no i can pull it up actually i can tell i know you didn't i know you didn't what do you use voyager or coinbase no, I use Coinbase. I got you. Coinbase doesn't even have Dogecoin, you dumbass. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We, do you see that? Can you lobbed it up? I dunked it for you. There you go. I got hey. you. Tell you exactly. Dude, motherfucker, I've had beers also, so leave me alone. Kane, you know, and I, I didn't do you wrong. I simply opened the door for somebody else. Yeah. He lobbed the pitch. You just swung at it. Man. Man, oh man! But no, I I won't get into the 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 crypto thing. I won't spew my shit here because that's not like I don't want you guys to be associated with that, and I don't like to rant about that. But I really do. Uh, broadly, simple and sweet, I do I do think that crypto is the future because for the first time we're creating an an exchange of goods, just like they did in the old days. You know, you trade a sheep for this or whatever, and it's not regulated by somebody that says, hey, that's not an equal trade and we need a part of it. And the fact that it runs through a blockchain of random people's computers to figure out that encryption code, the government couldn't get into it even if they wanted to. If the government tried to hack into it, it would just disrupt that blockchain and it would essentially disintegrate the the, the amount of that coin. And that's why it's so 
promising because a lot of countries in the Middle East have adapted uh, to crypt, uh, uh, Bitcoin because they they live in a country where the value of their dollar literally halves every single day. And they were like, okay, before a loaf of bread is worth or costs twice as much as it does the day after this, I might as well go buy it now. And so they have legitimately adapted um, you know, Bitcoin because it runs on a global, it, it runs on a global scale of value and they've already done that. And it's already shown that it works and they've completely abandoned their, their legitimate legal uh, tender of currency. Everything is also fuck you guys. I had just saw a tweet that Coinbase or Dogecoin was going to be on Coinbase recently. So I'm, Sorry about that. Not so four how'd months you, ago, how'd you, how'd you buy it if it did? Look, I'll send you all. This man's a fraud. Out. He's done. Off the Jamie, get him off. Disconnect him. But Disconnect, Taylor, you, like, Disconnect me then. What's Taylor, up? everything you said made sense, but the way you said it made it sound like a fucking conspiracy theory. Like I no, felt no, like no. I was watching a Netflix documentary. No, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. And like I said, I'm not going to go into that. That's the last thing I'll say. But, um, yeah, you know. How do you? It's my about, birthday uh, episode, baby. Shut the fuck up, God damn! Do you mean suck your dick or something at this point? God damn! I mean, Could please. My mom gave me Did ten out of ten through the bag. Jesus. Ten out of ten. That's why you took three bites out of it. Yeah. Honestly, bro, look at this. I did not take. Three those bites out. are those bites are weirdly shaped, man. What are yeah, you, a predator? Honestly, I'm not sure that my mom didn't give me a weed cookie because I'm feeling a little weird right now. Yeah, weed doesn't but, hit your system that fast. This man is a uh, fraud. Nah. Yeah, I'll be nah. a fraud. But nah. <laughs> he said nah. It's like he, that cookie gave me like, yeah, I'm just full, full vibes as he folds the plate over. Yeah. And throws it in the trash. No, bag. I just can't trust that this cookie didn't have weed in it. But no, we'll move on to that. Like I said, I'm not going to go into that whole uh, crypto thing. If you guys are interested in hearing about it, I'm not going to tell you what to buy. I'll just tell you kind of why it's uh, why it's kind of uh, the next step. Because for the first time ever, people are being able to hold their value in something that the government can't put their sticky little hands in and be like, this is ours. And it's like, why? You didn't help me earn it. You didn't take that risk with me. And that's why a lot of people have adapted it and come to love it. How do you feel about China absolutely nuking Bitcoin? Well, it's going back up now. And I sold all my Bitcoin right after that happened. And I bought in again at 28,000. So, and that's the lowest it's been in almost two years. So. Nice. So you're going to find some girl named Destiny and ruin her life? Nah. Is what I'm hearing? Nah, man. Destiny, if you're hearing this, get out. Oh, can we, can we talk about this? We have seven minutes left before Zoom cuts us off. I want to talk about this. It'll be a heated debate. I saw a tweet two or three days ago. It said that it was from Billboard's official Twitter. It said Billboard had announced Drake, the artist of the century, which means the last yeah. 10 years. And I mean, at, yeah. Tate, when I heard that, I made the same face as you. I was like, hmm. But then when I think about it, I'm like, 
He has who had like else, the most. Who else would make sense for that title? Yeah, first it's like Drake, but then it's like he's had so many like number one hits, put out so many songs that right. were all over the radio. It's like who else has had such an impact? Taylor. Who else would fit that? Taylor, can I say something that your sister told me? Because I had this discussion earlier today. You have a sister. I was like, Drake got the number one artist of the uh, century. And she was like, well, what about The weekend?" And I was like, uh. We're done. <clears throat> no. Yeah, you can just keep that to yourself. Drake or The weekend has nowhere near the hits that Drake does. What about Olivia okay. Rodrigo? She's good. I, I will say this. I understand where my sister is coming from because the next time this award comes out, the weekend might be a strong contender. He keeps going the way he's going, but the fact yeah. that the first major album that the weekend even came out with was in 2014, being trilogy. He hasn't even been around a decade, so there's a little hole in your uh, theory. Mm-hmm. But no, I d- I don't doubt that he might win that. Uh, award in the future he sounds exactly if, like michael if, jackson if, if it's not billy eilish like billy no, eilish. Uh, hell no oh my hell god no. hell no what the hell are you Dude, kidding no i could see the weekend winning this the next time that award goes out for giving because he sounds so much like michael jackson it reminds people of an older time that's why he has such a wide span of fan base because he sounds old and familiar to people older than us, like Michael Jackson, and he's doing features that are just amazing. He never misses. All of his albums go, you know, double, triple platinum, most of them with no features on it. He only does features, he only does features on his singles. He's in the running for that. But the fact that yeah, Drake is so- Drake has been around since 2004. The weekend has been around since 2014. That's why he won that, because yeah, half so, of half of the you know the expectation to win artist of the decade is you have to be relevant for the whole decade. The weekend was only relevant starting in 2014. He missed it by about three years. Drake was about six years before. You're telling me Billy Eilish won't kick out the weekend. No, 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 no. I'm telling no, no. I'm not saying personally. But like from like a logistic standpoint, you're telling me Billie Eilish won't outbeat as the much weekend. as much as I love Billie Eilish. I fucking love her. She's a great person. Okay, I th- I think Olivia Rodrigo has a better chance, and she's new to the game. Oh, hot you, take, hot take. She's new to the game. I I fuck with Olivia Rodrigo. Driver's I license, do too. deja vu. Yeah, no, she's phenomenal. She's great. She is fresh into the game. It's 2021. If she progresses, like all these people have, like Billie Eilish started, progresses. If if Olivia Rodrigo progresses like she's going to progress, she's going to overtake Billie Eilish. That's my take right now. That's, that's all I'm saying is like with artists of the decade, like for this, like 2020 on, I'm just saying don't be surprised if Billie Eilish ends up winning it because like, I don't know. She's got no. she's got the fan base. She's got the music. She's got mm. everything. Like she's got the publicity. Mm. Like I don't know. Billy Eyelash isn't top ten for me for this decade. No, upcoming. never, never. 
I, I, like I was saying to Kane, I think Olivia Rodrigo is going to be better than Billie Eilish. I think, dude, I, I think Dushaisi's better than Billie Eilish, but fuck. That's what, not even, no, no. Billie that's Eilish even, that's even stupider to say than Billie. Dude, even, uh, dude, when I saw the thing that Drake had won Artist of the Decade, uh, me and my girl were talking about it, and I was like, but who else? And she goes, don't roast me for this. I'm just going to say this based off streams and what the mainstream media likes. The only person that could have beat her out was Taylor Swift. And I was like, that makes sense. It makes sense. I don't that like Taylor Swift's music. I, I don't like her music, but streams. Have you seen? I saw a fucking picture of all she the goes awards. platinum streams. overnight, dude. I know. Like, have you seen the like diagram of like, I'm not diagram, the fucking picture of like all her awards? She's yeah. won more awards than I didn't even know existed. Yeah. She's really. And- yeah. Oh, no, my, no, my girl told me that. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. And it's not that crazy. to, But, dude, to think about Billie Eilish, that means she's going to have to stay as relevant as she has recently for eight more years to even be in the running. Second of all, half, of the, hi- half of the hype that she's gotten is because she sounds so different and edgy. And we talked about this on a solo podcast with me and you, Kane. We yeah. agreed that that might be a complete front, and now she's starting to show who she truly is, which is just another person that sounds like everybody else that's out there. You know what I mean? Like, she might not have been as unique as she came off to be, and once she starts to show what she was really trying to be, she's just going to fade into the crowd. A lot of yeah. artists have done that. Like, I want to say yeah. we only have a minute 30 left. Her first album, the one where it's a white, I mean, a yellow background with a ladder, I love that album. The next one, like the demon one, the scary one, she's not yeah. sounding even close to artist of the decade. And the thing is, no. if she wants to keep sounding like that, everyone's going to get used to her because Drake has evolved. He's evolved yeah. a lot. He's yeah. changed, and that's what keeps him interesting. I don't uh, see Billie Eilish changing at all. I don't see her dude, changing. Dude, and that's a, that's the thing. The also, weekend, the weekend has... The weekend has uh, also evolved since 2014. He's like a international pop star now. He started like out him. as a he sad emo boy. Yeah. Also, sorry, Taylor, to cut you off there. Less than yeah. less than one minute. Make your point quick, damn it. it y'all want to end this and just uh, add another one onto this? Yeah, let's fucking do that. Hold your okay. thoughts, guys. We're going to get- Okay. Okay. So where we left off, I was thinking about one. What do you think Justin Bieber would be a candidate? Well, he falls under the same timeline as Drake. If he was going to win, he would have won instead of Drake, I think. Yeah, so you think he could have won? Yeah. He was probably up there, too. I think for this generation, yes, he could have won. But we got to think. So, I I mean, also, what were Drake's qualifications for winning artists of, what was it, decade? Yeah. Decade. He's released a billion hit singles. So like 2000 to 2010. So what is it going to be for 2010 to 2020? It was 2010 to 2020. No, that's yeah, what it yeah, for? yeah, 2010, yeah. 2020. That's why when you were like Billie Eilish, I was like, can you fucking stop? So hear me out here. Uh, a decade is 10, ten years. years. Yes. No. And they're basing an award off of 20 years. 10. What the fuck was in that cookie, bro? Well, okay, so what? when did Drake's start go? 
2005, 2004. So, hear me up. So, they're starting. When are they starting this award based off of? Like, it would have been 2000. It would have been 2010 slash 11 because it's halfway through 2021. So, they're saying from 2010, halfway through 11. In the last 10 years to us now in 2021 that over the last 10 years drake has been artist of the decade yeah from maybe 2010 to 2020 he's been artist of the decade but what happened to artist of the decade from 2000 to 2010 i'm pretty sure that was mariah carey yeah it's already somebody different okay so we're talking Sorry, I'm I'm working out the logistics here in my head. So Mariah Carey, 2000, 2010, Drake got 2010 to 2020. So we're talking 2020 to 2030. Yeah, and no you said Billie thing. Eilish. Now you know why that sounds fucking goofy as fuck. You're saying I mean, from would, 20 I, to... I, I wouldn't even just saying, say Drake's the biggest artist of from 2010 to 2020 who would you pick yeah that's been around for that whole 10 year span i said the weekend and it, that wouldn't count no that was started no, weekend weekend still a weak ass choice honestly it would have to be justin bieber that's what you only got that because we just said that bro no, but honestly, like from 2010 to 2020, like who's been murdering music? And you're going to say that Justin Bieber, let's go back even the last three years has been more relevant than Drake? Yeah, honestly, like, dude, oh my everybody, not every, not everybody knows who Drake is. Everybody Are knows. Are you what? kidding me, dude? What? Dude, that's a hot take. What? Let's go to his his Instagram. Dude, his last five years. If you're reading this, it's too late. What a time to be alive. Views from the six. Seriously? The only other person... You know what? I'm going to say this. You know who could have competed with Drake in the last 10 years? Who's even more of a stronger candidate than Justin Bieber would be fucking Kanye West. But Kanye oh, West no. had so much so much shit going on that he was he was hit and miss for so long. But Drake, since 2010 to 2021, every single fucking song and album that he came out with went fucking platinum. At least once has hit number one on the Billboard. At least. Okay, Kane, you said no. You said not many people know who Drake is. I would say, I, no, I wouldn't say not many people know who Drake is. I would say more That's what people you said. Know, I would say more people know who Justin Bieber is than Drake. It's not a battle who knows more, you know. Cause it's not fucking, a popularity like, contest. Yeah. It's the Billboard Artist of well, the Decade. It, well, at the it's end about day, music. At the end of the day, hear me out. I know it's about music and all that stuff. But is it, isn't it really a popularity contest? Like, who no. knows more? No. I, I feel like it is, really. I mean, it no, counts for a little bit, if, but you have to think if about you wanted, the, If you wanted to judge something like that, 
and let's say it was a popularity contest, whatever the year that OJ had all that conspiracy around him, and they were going to name who was uh, MVP of the league, did you, did you think they were going to name OJ the MVP of the league because he more people knew about him than whoever respectively won that award that year because he actually put out stats? That sounds stupid. Well, that sounds well, dumb honestly, as fuck. That, that is honestly how the MVP award works in most fucking sports. Like, the only reason Russell Westbrook won. Where are we going with this? Okay. <laughs> okay. You, did, do you get what I'm saying, though? Do as you get much what I'm saying? As it I, is not a popularity contest. As much as I like to tease Taylor about Russell Westbrook, he averaged a triple double. I don't care if no one knows who his fucking name yeah, is. If you average a triple double. the story of that season that he was averaging a triple double. So, like, yeah, he was the biggest note of that nba season so no, yeah let's popular, not, not let's it not is, it is a popularity contest let's no 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 yes it because, is dude i don't uh, let's not tangent let's get back to what you're saying you're saying because more people know justin bieber that he should he was more qualified to win artist of the decade which he I had never said he, that. I but just said get, more people definitely i i just said more people definitely know about justin bieber than drake Okay, but let's that's a, like that's what we're saying. It's not the Billboard who who's more famous award in the last decade. It's the music top artist of the decade, and that's what I was saying. Everything that Drake has featured on, or every album he has made, has reached the top of the Billboard number one, at least for a couple weeks. Every single thing he has put out in the last ten years has reached the number one spot and has gone platinum. But let's think about yes. the popularity thing. Even if uh, uh, fucking Justin Bieber has more fans, it's such an astronomical number of fans that both of them have that the difference isn't that much if you think about how many fans they have, right? Let's say that yeah, if it's, if he it's has, ten, if it's it, ten million fans, okay, well, what do a couple hundred thousand matter? Okay, Not that dude, much. I guarantee you it's more than 10 million. I would guarantee if you can even put a number on it, I guarantee you Drake has if you could even put that into a number, it's probably closer to about 1 billion. So who's more notable in my question? Well, just it doesn't matter towards anything, but like who's more notable? Well, who's Drake, the more known name? No, I'd say Justin Drake. Bieber. Drake. 100%. Okay, well, let's no, look at this. Drake has 52 million monthly listeners. I'm going to look up Justin Bieber real quick. Give me one second. I'm just going based off a name. Like, who do you think has the more notable name? I would Drake. say Justin Bieber. Well, Justin Bieber has 74 million monthly listeners at this moment. But this is what we're talking about. Hear me out. Try to follow me. When you talk about artist of the decade, you are talking about overall the last 10 years. Yes, Justin Bieber has had his high points throughout the last 10 years where he has been super popping. That's all anybody's talking about. But he's also had those moments where people almost forgot that Justin Bieber existed. Drake has not let that happen. He puts out at least a feature or a single or an album that goes absolutely popping that everybody is listening to. And that stretch in the last 10 years has not gone longer than four or five months. There, in, the last, in the last 10 years, Justin Bieber has disappeared for upwards of a year at a time because he doesn't do features and music projects like Drake does. You are going to tell me that 
Justin Bieber has had more successful singles and features and albums than Justin Bieber has in the last 10 years. And Drake, let me clear that up. Let's think about this. Remember the one point where the biggest news thing about Justin Bieber was that he ate a burrito sideways? Yeah. Nobody cares about if Drake eats a burrito sideways. Because we're focused on his music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Tate, I was following you that whole time. Thank you. Yep. What do you think uh, Justin Bieber's greatest album is? Motherfucker. Uh... The Christmas album. What's his name? I can't name four Drake albums. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Mm. What's your favorite Drake album? Dead Air. Let's think about it. Let's get those brain cells churning. He's trying to think of the one that came out before 2010 just to try to prove a point. What no, year did Take honestly, Care come the, out? The, no, the one that came out with Future. What was that? That was in 2016. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I didn't name it. I was just asking what the name was. What a time to be alive. With the okay, diamonds yeah. on the album cover. Yeah, that one's my favorite. And what was it? What was Justin Bieber doing at that time that could even hold a candle to that project? He was getting a haircut. Probably fucking your girlfriend. I, I mean, if he was, would that make him Billboard Artist of the Year or would that make him a popular celebrity? Both. Here's my, no. okay, here's my top four because I can only think of fucking four artists that, you know, give a damn about the 2020 decade, 2010 decade. Number one's going to be Drake, two Taylor Swift. Three or four are between Justin Bieber and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is a good one. I didn't Ooh, even think about that. Honestly, yeah, Bruno Mars is like, kind of a sleeper like mm-hmm. I, I didn't even honestly, think about that i'd honestly say bruno mars above bieber like if i had to, dude it's honestly is taylor swift still like obviously in our space not that relevant but is taylor swift still but again like, that's not what we're talking we're not talking about how relevant or popular she is we're talking about just how much of a vast impact that artist has had off their music even if you're not an active listener we're talking about who has been the well, most influential like rele- artist in the last 10 years i feel like relevancy is definitely something that involves like honestly i haven't heard a taylor swift song in like 15 years honestly like, i mean i haven't heard a taylor yeah. swift song since i was like six i haven't heard a taylor swift song i don't listen to her but the list of awards that I've seen that she's won. Right. It's insane. It's right. like, like biggest cunt of the year. Dude, or think about this. Okay. I would bring up this argument too. Or in theory, if you ask me, one of my first responses would be besides Drake, one of my first responses would be just off the top of the dome without thinking about it. I would blatantly say, Oh, Lil Wayne. But the reason I wouldn't put Lil Wayne in contention is because of his lifestyle and his, his, uh, you know, periods of absence, absenceness. Mm-hmm. He's kind of disappeared for you know periods over time. But Drake has stayed constant. There has never been a period of time where, for more than five or six months, 
that you were like, damn, is Drake even making music? Any no. No. Now, where's J. Cole and uh, Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick they Lamar. haven't been around for a decade. Thank you. Uh, no, they haven't. I name argue. a J. Name a J. Cole song that was on a professional album before 2010 or after uh, 2009. Yeah. Fucking the workout. I don't think or it's as much it as the as workout. Long as it is. Is. The workout was a single, and that came it out was. in 2013. Here's yeah, gonna be, but he had a whole yeah. album centered around it. So here's gonna be my hot take for the day. I don't think it's as much as you know. You had to be in the game from 2010 to 2020. I think it has to be as much impact as you had during that time frame. But since Drake was there at the beginning of 2010, putting out insane projects from the whole way, that just gives him such a boost yes. that these people don't have. Like, don't get me wrong, Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, I like them. But they started too late where Drake was already putting out dominating performances where yes. you had to play extreme catch-up ball to get there. Exactly. And that's what the award means. It means from 2010 to 2000 to present day, who is overall the most dominant, relevant, as far as music goes, not celebrityness, artist. And who else, you know, you can bring up a few names. But who else than, than Drake, you know, since 2010, Take Care, or what was the other one? Nothing was the same. Take Care is the artist of the decade. I said Take Care. No, Take Care is the artist of the decade. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. he can't really be artist of the decade when he spent five of the last decade in prison, but nice try. But yeah, like I said, maybe I don't think it'll be the same in the next decade because you're not going to probably have someone that as dominant as Drake that starts the decade and finishes well, exactly. it. Exactly. People have loosely compared Drake to like the fucking Beatles, man. Yeah. Like, well, he has honestly, more hits than the Beatles. Like he, if you look at the He's tracks, got influence like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in my opinion, because uh, if you look back, it's mostly not rap artists that are like artists of the decade. Do you think we're fluctuating into an era where like rap artists are just going to be the artists of the decade? Like in two years from now, is the baby yeah. going to be the artist of the decade? Like, yes. And I'll tell you why. As of 2014, and it's continued, and that trend is only growing since 2014. Hip hop slash rap has become the most popular streamed genre of music since 2014, and it's only that gap is growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because there's so many subgenres of hip hop and rap. You have things like The Weeknd or Six Lack or Lil Peep, but it's all under that hip hop rap thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll I'll fucking parlay this bet right now. The next decade is either gonna be a pop artist or a hip hop artist because pop yeah, and hip hop are taken doubt. out off so much. Country, I don't like country. No disrespect, but you guys have no shot. You guys do not have the following compared to pop. Yeah, you guys have you guys have no George Strait or uh, anything like that. And what else would it be if it wasn't hip hop? What is gonna be smooth jazz? Mm hmm. Fucking Blake Shelton wins it. Fucking Juicy Smoothie just won the fucking top artist of the decade. It's like, who the fuck is Juicy Smoothie? Right. 
Who do you think your early prediction is right now for the 2020 artist of the year? If like no new artist, new no, no new artist came in the game, who is it? If they did, if they keep going the Dude, way they're I'm going, honestly, I'm yeah. honestly sticking with Billie Eilish. Like I, I feel like she's here to last, and I feel like all these fucking girls, like I feel like it's gonna be Billie Eilish. I mean, she did have an oppressive Grammy. I'll say that she did take home the fucking hardware. But can she continue to put out like that? No. And keep I'm it not in, saying- and keep it interesting. That's the number one thing. You can continue to put out the same shit, but will you keep getting people coming back? Like, how why- many artists have we seen that continues that's to put why- out shit that feels the exact same that stays right? Also, I also that's don't think why it's good because she fucking keeps changing her music and stuff. But I think she's just such a big name at this point, and Dude. she'll stick around and keep putting out the same generic bullshit. That people are just going to be like, eh, no, she's been around for so long, like artists of the decade. Boom. Dude, Kane, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we talked about this on our solo podcast. Remember this? You keep in mind that the trend since 2014 is showing that hip hop and rap is predominantly the most streamed genre of music on any platform you could think of across the board. Oh, all time. Yeah, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish does not fall under that category, and something that makes somebody eligible to win a, an award like that is somebody that does change and switch up their music, and that's why somebody like Drake won it because at the beginning of the requisitions oh. of this contest that they're looking at, when you look at 2010 Drake, he was an emotional fucking wreck. He looked like a fucking geek, and now Drake is the biggest fucking pimp ever. And that personality change, his music reflected it. And you're sitting here saying, oh, Billie Eilish has a shot because her music's changing. We talked about this on my solo podcast. The only reason it seems like her music changing is right now is because a lot of people want to come into the music industry, but they can't just come out and say, oh, I want to set, I want to sound like everybody else out here or you're not going to get a chance. And we discussed this. If you remember, Billie Eilish came out being like edgy and being like, oh, I'm one of the bros. And we talked about this now that she's kind of made it. And she did that cover of Vogue and her music is starting to change and follow that personality. I, I conspiracized with you and I said, you know what? I think her whole front of I'm edgy and I'm different and I'm one of the bros was just a big fucking front to get her name in the door. That way she could start making the music that she actually wants that she couldn't do in the first place because there's already a hundred thousand other artists that already sound like her, but she needed to establish that fan base to have something to fall back on. And that's why you feel like her music is changing. No, you're seeing what she wanted to do from the beginning that's not her music changing i'm not she saying just, her music she is just changed. she just tricked a bunch of dumb motherfuckers into thinking oh she's way different exactly that's what, you what said. i'm saying she's tricking a bunch of dumb motherfuckers that are like oh her music's different and she's doing a whole bunch of different stuff so that's why she will end up getting it no, no okay and, and 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 what i'm saying is the truth because look at you. I agree with yeah, her you. No, music. I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, I think that her image is fake, and then she'll end up doing like Beyonce type shit. Or exactly. Not exactly. That's well, why she cannot but, be music artist of the decade. Here's, Does that here's, make sense? Here's my because take. Because her on music. It. 
her music is not evolving in the same way that Drake evolved his music. Mm -hmm. Drake evolved his music and it started to sound different, but it didn't sound like a copycat of everybody else. Billie no, Eilish's new music has changed and it sounds like a copycat of everybody else, but she didn't want to come out and originally do that or she would have never made it through the huge sea of people that already fucking sound like that. And when I say that she tricked a bunch of dumb motherfuckers into thinking that she was different, you're you're literally confirming that by saying, yeah, she could be artist of the decade. She could. Here's, here's my take on that about the new artist of the decade. I genuinely do not think pop art, a pop artist is going to win it. Number one, the only people I think could win it are like Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande, but their best days are behind them, right? No, Taylor it's not. Ariana well, Grande. Yeah, well, for one of them, I wouldn't say that. And that's funny that you say that because when we're talking about the next award that might come up, I'm not even bullshitting, not just because I'm a huge fan. Ariana Grande is somebody that could potentially hold that title. And again, even though I love her, like I said before, since 2014, the predominant music genre is hip hop and rap. So she already mm -hmm. has a huge disadvantage. But when you look at Ariana Grande, the music she made when she first came out was a legitimate switch. She wasn't switching to something like Billie Eilish did that everybody else has already heard. Ariana Grande is coming out with music in a style that not many female artists are capable of doing. So she might be able to do something like that, but that's if she keeps going on this stage, you know? There goes Kane. So Kane left. But I just don't think Ariana Grande, as much as I love her, like she's one of my favorite artists, I truly believe her best days are behind her. Dangerous Woman, Sweetener, My Everything, phenomenal albums. Thank you, Next. Fucking loved it. But her, net, her newest album, I did not like it. I feel like she's going on that trend, you know, from Dangerous <clears throat> Woman to how she's a bad bitch and all this to Sweetener and all that. It's going on a trend where she's, you know, like he said about J. Cole, she thinks she's the shit and all that, how she's rich and all that. And I don't think she's going to have it in her. Taylor Swift, definitely her best days are behind her. No right. fucking argue about that. Justin Bieber, obviously his best days are behind him. No fucking well, clue. You know, I, I, I like that argument, but I don't think that Ariana Grande's best days are behind her. Her most recent project that she's put out into the public, she did a remix with another person that could potentially hold a possibility of winning that award the weekend. I know. And they killed it. I mean, yeah, it was a great project. It, it already went project. number one on the charts, you know, but, and that's why, you know, and I'm not saying Ariana Grande will win that because like I said, hip hop and rap already has a huge advantage over people like Ariana Grande because not a lot of people are streaming that genre, but well, you know, I wouldn't say that a lot of people aren't streaming it. Well, for you to say that Ariana Grande's best days are behind her. I don't I don't find the truth in that because you know she came out with sweetener and you know all that other stuff and all those albums had a specific tone to it and after that you know after god forbid her long-term on and off boyfriend Mac Miller died she started came uh, uh coming out with things like uh seven rings where she threw in a little rap in there and you were like I didn't know Ariana Grande could do this and it doesn't mm -hmm. come across as false because she keeps fucking doing it. She came out with that song, Nicki Minaj. That was a, a remake of that old song. She keeps proving yeah. that she has the capability to adapt and adjust to the super fast changing music industry. 
Yeah. So but, I don't think I don't think her best days are behind her. The thing is though, but all that was 2020. Will she keep that up? Because her latest album, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't even listen to all that. I didn't like it that much at all. Thank You Next was a phenomenal album. Sweetener, great album. I Dangerous Woman was my favorite album from her it by a, a fucking large margin. It was so a good one. it went from Yours Truly to My Everything to Dangerous Woman on an uphill climb to Sweetener, which I I liked it, but it was it was nothing compared to Dangerous Woman. Right. Up and to thank, thank You Next, I will say, was better than Sweetener. It was a phenomenal right. album. But then her newest one, I can't even fucking think of the name, was nothing compared to what Ariana can do. If she can bounce back from that, which Ariana definitely has the capability to do that. We've seen she plenty could, of times. She has she came out, she came out with positions 2021. Mm-hmm. One of the songs being super viral on TikTok. Before that, thank you next. Before that, sweetener, dangerous woman, my everything. Dude. Yeah, she's obviously phenomenal, but does she have it enough in her to take the number one spot? Over the hip hop game, over the rap genre. No, and that's what I'm saying. I can't confidently say yes, but what I'm saying is somebody like Ariana Grande, even though she has a huge disadvantage, just because, like, we both confirmed, you know, hip hop and rap is very dominant. I feel like even with her not being in that genre group, I wouldn't be surprised if. In the next five years, you know, uh, before the determining factors of the last 10 years comes to consideration, I wouldn't be surprised if she could successfully adapt to that. And you're like, oh, Ariana Grande can never do some rap hip hop thing. You remember Seven Rings? The I second never said half she could of that, rap hip hop. She obviously the, did. The, the second half of that song was just her going ham. Had to, half of it was harder than your favorite rapper. <laughs> But, like, also, Ariana Grande is the person. She might just fucking quit music all of a sudden. She's that type of person. I don't don't think that she would. You don't think she would do it? Just fucking move with her boyfriend? She just got married, right? You don't think she'd be the type of person to just move to some fucking weird-ass island and live remotely for the rest of her life? I I don't think so. I think she loves her fans too much. I mean, obviously, yeah, she likes her fans, but you don't think she has it in her? Like me. Hey, only- I gotta pause. I gotta. I gotta pause. I gotta plug my computer in. Okay. Hold on. Some. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it, she has a capability to adapt, overcome everybody else, and most definitely win the award the next time it goes out to be given away. No. But. You know. My guess, if anyone from pop, I truly believe that Post Malone could do it. I believe that he has it in him because he has been in an uphill climb his entire music career. Right. Like from him starting to do the YouTube fucking terrible ass songs to Hollywood's Bleeding, which is arguably one of my favorite albums to listen to. And I I won't lie. I I love Post Malone. I think he's talented as fuck. But uh, there's, you know... Uh, the whole thing that Kane was trying to say when he was like, oh, um, uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber. Post Malone goes MIA for 
yeah. two two long a periods. When's the last time you heard something new from Post Malone, even featured? That is true, but I mean Ariana Grande does that too, though. That's the thing. They all, I mean, they all do it. The only exception really is fucking Drake. That yeah, he's does never that. irrelevant. No, the it is tough because really. In that scenario, if you are just a Drake person who just puts out a lot of work and you're solid, you're going to win it compared to all these other right. people who right. take fucking like two years off at a time. Right. Or else you're going to have to be your fucking very best for an entire decade if you're going to put it out like right. once every two years. Right. And I, I like that you said Post Malone because I think you a little better understand the prerequisites a little more than uh kane did because kane was like oh what about this person and i'm like well the the, the first major project they had was in 1314 you know mm -hmm. we're talking about from 10 to 20 21 mm -hmm. and post malone is a good candidate for you know 20 to 30 because mm -hmm. you know his first uh major project as far as i can recollect his first major like piece of music was White Iverson. Yeah. And that came out in late 2015. You kind of mm. missed the threshold by five years. So you're already halfway wasted uh, yeah. the amount of time that you have to prove yourself as artist of the decade. And I don't think he was getting that. You know? Yeah, and exactly. Like in my opinion, if you started any later than even 2013, just because Drake was had such a fucking grasp maybe even 2012 those two i would years. say that i would say you have one year if you started yeah. in 2011 maybe you stand a chance just because of how strong drake was from start to finish you have a very small window to not be there right because like post malone he, I, he was phenomenal but he missed five fucking <clears throat> years man where right. drake was putting out as the kids say bangers but the, the way that he's going since he started after that 2010 threshold, you know, five years late, if he keeps going the way that he has in the past, I, would, I wouldn't doubt it. But again, Post Malone, you look at where we are now, you haven't heard anything from him in a while. And that's not a problem because everything mm -hmm. that he does put out becomes a fucking anthem, you know? It does. But it's Everybody's sad because it, it's going to get beat out by someone who puts out more work. Right. That's just the way it is. More More often work you know mm -hmm. and um but yeah yeah you know that's that's another good one you know you could speculate just as much on post malone as you can ariana grande you know mm -hmm. if they just stick yeah. with it it's not unheard of yeah even a fucking hotter take what about olivia rodrigo she's super fucking new to the game like in her infancy do you think she's gonna keep this up who did who is that i'm sorry the driver's license female. She just released an album. It's doing really well. See, I don't. I can't give an opinion on that full heartedly because I haven't listened to her album. All I've heard is driver's license, and I wasn't really a fan of it just because it was overplayed. Not that mm -hmm. it was a bad song, but you know, with us living in the era of TikTok, things get overplayed, and that was one of the things yeah. that got overplayed. And I was just like, okay, it was beautiful the first couple times I heard yeah. it. It's a fundamentally great song. She has amazing vocals. Mm -hmm. But like you said, so overplayed. Just like um, right. Chance the Rapper for me. Whatever song that is, I can't remember the name. No Problem. 
Right. That song, great song, but it was overplayed. But Olivia Rodrigo, she just released an album. It's doing very well. If she keeps this up, I really believe in my heart that she could do it because phenomenal voice. She has a phenomenal voice. Her and want to say, but what do you say? I I think that's a deciding factor because there's not to say you know when Drake you know in mid 2010 to 2020 came out with new projects and it seemed like everybody was playing it. That's the big difference that makes you artist of the decade when Drake came out with new stuff and everybody was playing it nonstop mm-hmm. you, you you somehow even though you heard it probably just as much as you heard that song driver's license there was something about his music that made you not get tired of it and that's what makes you artist of the decade yeah that mm-hmm. girl had that great song driver's license but after the first 20 30 times of hearing it you're probably like fucking seriously but drake as far as i know he's mm-hmm. He's kind of avoided that that you know emotion. Anytime Drake was popping off, you could play "Running Through the Six with My Woes" or "Hot Light Bling" every single day, waking of the hour, and nobody would get tired of it. And that's what makes you artist of the decade. It's pro- I mean, it's probably just our demographic. You give some fucking fifteen-year-old "Running Through the Six, they're going to get tired of it, just like we got tired of "Driver's License." But you reverse it, they could listen to "Driver's License." fucking 40 times to the hour and they're never going to get tired of it so it's just kind of flipping the roles kind of a little bit just like yeah i got tired of hearing that song all the time but there's other songs i'll never get tired of but yeah this fucking these six-year-olds they'll listen to deja vu by olivia rodrigo 17 times an hour we can't deny the fact that some of the new apps that have come come out in the in the middle of people's reigns like Drake that have changed how people ingest music, mm-hmm. you know? But here's my biggest so. thing. She's starting, she came out at the beginning of the decade. So really? she's, yeah. So like, she's going to have the full lifespan of the 2020 decade. That's going to help her it, a lot. That's where she's lacking. The fact that this is the, Oh, well, actually we're talking about the new one. The new yeah. one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the she 20, got in early. Yeah. 2020, 2030. She's going to have the full lifespan of that. Yeah, that's true. But there's also a lot of artists that are going to be there too, though. Yeah. Well, they better hurry up and pop up, you know, cause a lot of them get disqualified after a year. Cause you got to have that dominance. Mm-hmm. Who knows with the way that Drake is and and the way I know what he's capable of, who's to say he won't take it a, di- back to back. a second time? <laughs> like he releases back to back again. If they, if they gave out that award during the times of the, you know, 80s to 90s, the 90s to the 2000s, people like Outkast or Tupac probably would have killed it or Wu-Tang Clan would have killed that. Pretty sure they did have them. I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson just absolutely. Oh, that's true, and that just goes to prove my point. Michael Jackson was a pop, uh, you know, a pop star, but now, you know, you're never gonna see somebody in the same genre as Michael Jackson win that again, ever again. But Michael Jackson was like the most famous person to breathe air. Right. But, but yeah. this was a this was a fun convo, dude. I I like this. Sorry, we lost Kane and. We, we've all gone on uh, some little tangents, but this was a good uh, birthday pod, man. This was all over the fucking place. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> it was like 
almost two hours long. So yep. if you're still here yep. listening, congrats to you. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe on my page. Do the same on Tate's. And every artist that in. we dissed, we love you. Nothing personal. Yeah. We appreciate you tuning in. Yep. Everybody. You guys have a great rest of your night. Genuinely. Peace.